Hey, my people, it is D, and y'all already know what we're here to do. We are here to unwind. So, I have a special guest. It is really crazy, cool. She, Well, she's really crazy and cool. And she's here to actually unwind with us. So, you guys, help me introduce, well, help me welcome, Miss Candy G. Say hey to the people. Hey, everybody. <laughs> you guys should see your face right now. Oh, my God. So, how do you feel? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I mean, I'm excited, and this is crazy. Congratulations on getting this off the ground. Thank you so much. I'm so, I'm so ready. I'm so happy. We are here with our first episode and our first topic, y'all. Our first topic is actually going to be bare... Barefoot in acceptance, and kind of a pun on it, because we're actually drinking a bottle of barefoot right now. And I didn't know that barefoot was actually this good. Like I've heard people actually have it or whatnot, or take or drink it, but I didn't know it tastes like this. Thank you, Candy, for bringing the bottle of barefoot. Always, always, that was last year. <laughs> so let's jump into this episode. Topic: Barefoot in in acceptance. I want to actually start off, you know, with our first segment of the episode. Um, I want to start off with that topic being social acceptance. So, when it comes to social acceptance, Miss um, Candy, how do you feel about it? Social acceptance uh, is one of those really hard things. You're always thinking, hey, do I fit in? Am I good enough? And, you know, we've talked about this before that I definitely struggle with that. I'm always in my own head wondering, did I do everything right instead of just living life? True. I can get in my head. I've been in my head all week about this one podcast. It's just like, people keep telling me, like, stop stressing. It's not that big of a deal. You got it. It takes time, you know, but... You know, when you think of other people and, and there are people out there, you know, socially and how people look at you and actually how you just fit into it all. And, you know, and people judge so much, you know, people are entitled to their own opinions. You know, we have freedom of speech. But when it comes to you, I mean, you, you know, yourself, you see how other people react. They're like, oh, I'm glad for you, such and such and such and such. But at the end of the day, they're always feeling some type of way or they're always looking down on you or they have or they always have something negative to say. And I'm not saying that's all people, but that's majority of people. So I most definitely can get, you know, how social acceptance can affect you feeling accepted. So when it comes to that, like, Miss Candy, how do I mean like how have you what experiences have you encountered that, you know, either negatively or either positively affected you, your feeling towards social acceptance? Um, I would say growing up, I grew up as an only child, uh, so I had a lot of alone time. Uh, didn't have a lot of interaction because my mom was trying to shield me. I didn't play with a lot of kids outside in the neighborhood. So when I actually got around children my own age, I got teased a lot, uh, particularly because I'm dark-skinned. But... Um, I, I just got into my shell of not talking to people. And then I was like, when I do talk to people, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what do I even talk about? What do I say? Do they think I'm good enough? And I've just carried that along with me since I was a, a child. So 
basically I have to just have a come to Jesus meeting with myself sometimes and be like, you are good enough. Stop thinking, overthinking. There you are. And I've had my own experiences. Like, you know, growing up, I wasn't the only child, but I was the oldest out of all the kids. So it's like people, you know, when it comes to that status, you know, people depending on you or, you know, people thinking that I should, like, I got in trouble way more than my brothers and sisters did because I was the oldest. So everyone was expecting me to do something differently or, and it just wasn't just my parents. It was like aunts. It was even my siblings and younger cousins. They expected me to be on a higher level than them. And that's not always the case. So, you know, feeling like I didn't fit into them because they were so much, you know, they were younger than me and I was the oldest and I was, you know, held at a higher standard than the other kids. Like, what I did sort of kind of was like an example for them. So, if I went outside after my mother told me not to and they went outside, they didn't get in trouble. I got in trouble because they were so-called following me. But, you know, I felt myself that I'm the oldest. Like, if I need to go outside... I need to go outside. You know, if I wanted to go outside, I'm old enough to take care of myself. Why? Why? Because they snuck outside behind me. Did it kind of like, you know, put me in a position to get in trouble for them or, you know, always take the blame for it. So socially, I felt like kind of awkward because like certain things I would be scared to do. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Or, you know, because people were looking at me like, is he going to do it? Should he do it? He's not supposed to do that. So it's like, you know, growing up in my childhood, it was kind of hard because I just had a lot of people depending on me and counting on me at such a young age. So, it was it was just crazy. Like, but, you know, I took every lesson, you know. I, I take everything as a learning opportunity. So, it kind of just made me a little bit tougher um, growing up. Like, I, I was kind of a little bit harder on my brothers and sisters as they got older because... We had, they had younger siblings under them that they had to look up to. You know, when I graduated and I left home, then it was their responsibility for them to actually, you know, pick up my slack and take my position that I was, that I was on. And so, social acceptance, you know, I, 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 I dealt with that and it's, it's not something, you know, some people love being social, but, you know, it's a lot of people that can, it's so many cool kids. Like, I wasn't not one of the cool kids in high school. A lot of people know, knew me, but... I was still quiet. I was to myself. So, being accepted was like a 50-50 thing to me. Like, I cared about it, but I didn't care about it. So, you know, as I got older, I just was like, okay, cool. Now, I like now, I'm 21, about to be 22, and I don't care whether someone accepts me or not. Like, I just don't. Um, I dealt with that so much as a younger, I mean, in my younger days, so it's just like, you know, growing up 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, you know, trying to figure out whether I'm good enough to be accepted, kind of put me in this position that I was like, well, you know, I already, I already worried about that, so there's no need to continue worrying about it when I've already done it, so. And I think that's amazing that you are 21, you're so young, and you've got this figured out, and I'm sitting over here, I'm going to be 30 next year. And don't have it figured out. I worry about it a lot. Um, I think this year I've just decided to take a step back, and that was my resolution. You know, I was gonna reevaluate the things that are important to me and how I interact with people and just practice being kind and 
I don't know. It's just like, all we can do is be the best, you know, you you can be, you know. People look at you and are not going to judge you whether you're doing good or whether you're doing bad. So, I just don't allow that, that to affect me. Some days I, I, I may, you know, be like, oh, okay, somebody said hello to me and it kind of made me feel some type of way. But then I have to kind of brush that off and be like, that doesn't matter. It's, I don't feel like it's something that I should be bothered with because, you know, it's not going to affect my bank account. It's not going to affect what I do in that day is not going to affect whether I have to go to work because at the end of the day, I still have to get up at 9 o'clock and get to work on time. So, I just, you know, I've learned to, like, brush a lot of things off and, you know, figure out how to deal with them later. So, that's just, like, <sighs> that's just something <laughs> I learned to do. <laughs> so, Moving on to our second segment of this podcast. Um, that was a great, that was a great segment. That was a great, like, it was, it was, it was, I haven't thought about actually talking about it like this, but I was like, <laughs> you don't really realize that you need to talk about it until you're talking about it. Yeah. So, you know, moving on to the next segment. So next segment is actually about. It's going to be about self-acceptance. You know, you can always, you know, feel like you're not accepted socially. But when it comes to not even accepting yourself, yourself, you mean like, you know, you accepting yourself, then that's a whole different story. So, um, Candy, how do you deal with self-acceptance? Because I know we've talked about this a lot. Like, this is something that we've touched on a lot. So... How do you deal with it? Um, like I said, it's just having to come to Jesus meeting with myself, um, looking at myself in the mirror every morning because I used to not do that. Um, I just felt like it was very vain and I wasn't even beautiful enough to look at myself in the mirror. And I know I, I tell people that and they see me and they're like, how could you even say that? And I was like, it was really bad. Like, and it just, um, it just affected me all my life. And sometimes you can see it. Like, I, I, I get a lot of people that tell me, and I'm being so vulnerable right now. I get a lot <laughs> of people that tell me, they're just like, you know, you, you put yourself down a lot. And I was like, I think I've just been used to doing that. And I just, before anybody else can do it, I'll just do it. And and I know exactly how to do it. You know, have you caught me doing that before? I don't think I have. Oh. Maybe a couple times, because I may be like, you know, I don't think it was that bad, Candy. <laughs> I'd be in my head. I'd be in my head. Yes. Um, my personal experience with self-acceptance goal is deep. Um, because, you know, me personally, um, you know, every, I don't know if everybody knows this, but I'm gay. I like men, so. I like men. <laughs> I like men. Um, sorry, females. There's a lot of females that are very disappointed by that, but I can't help that. But, you know, being a, a member of the LGBTQ community is a whole day's work. You go, you deal with that every single day. Like, me having to accept myself is on a higher level. It's on a 
way higher level than anything else because first, I don't just have to accept me for for looking how I look or, you know, me being, you know, a dark skinned person in a in a world where, you know, we are still, you know, targeted for being dark skinned. Team dark skinned. Yeah, team dark skinned. But also having to deal with the statistic of being gay, like Oh, you're not supposed to do that, or that's not right, or why are you guys holding hands, or why are you guys all up on each other? Having to deal with that is like a day's work, and we still have to deal with it. And we and sometimes, you know, I used to be so uncomfortable, like going out, like in, with certain things that I wear, tight pants, tight shirts. Um, as you know, none of my clothes are big. None of them. Mm-mm. You know, none of them are big at all. My jackets aren't even big, and I need to start buying those like a size higher than what I do. But <laughs> that's that. Um, so just going out and actually looking the way that I look, the dressing the way that I dress, accepting me for being different, um, was like a whole day's work. Growing up, you know, I didn't tell anybody, but you know, I didn't have the same coming out story that most gay people, gay men, gay females have. Um, I didn't have the opportunity to tell my parents, you know, someone else told for me. So I just had to answer the questions that they had for me. Um, are you gay? Yeah. Do you like men? Yeah. I think that's the same thing when I said, am I gay? Yeah. Yeah. That means I like men. <laughs> my grandmother really confused me with that question. She was like, do you like men? Yeah. Are you gay? Yeah. So <laughs> that was like, that was the hardest. That was one of the hardest moments of my life. And... It's crazy because we deal with it and people like don't know how that literally affects us on a daily basis. But I've gotten to the point where I don't care. I do what I want to do. I love, I talk to whoever I want to talk to. Even though sometimes I'm not the easiest person to talk to, but I I, I talk to who I want to talk to. I'm around who I want to be around. And that's just that. Um... I think you started touching on like this next topic, which is the mental aspect uh, that comes with acceptance and um, how it changes you and accepts who you, um, it shapes how, who you are. Being accepted by a friend or a family member, it, it positively affects you um, as an individual and your self-esteem and your overall well-being. Um, so without that acceptance, it could lead to psychological issues. And I know earlier I said I was the only child, my mom's only child. But I do have five other siblings um, on my dad's side. And my brother, um, we were talking about coming out or whatever. My brother tried to come out to me when he was 18. And he was like, I have something to tell you. And I was like, what, you're gay? And he was like, how did you know? And I was like, <laughs> you're my brother. I literally knew. I probably knew before anybody else in the family. And I, I think that's true. But my dad gave him such a hard time. Um just being gay he was extra hard on him um and you know my dad that guy it was it was basically physical abuse he tried to beat the gay out of him and my brother to this day like you say you have to be a stronger person to to go through that and deal with that and i mean i can't i can't even begin to Put myself in his shoes on the mental anguish that he had um my dad not accepting him and um 
telling them things like, I, I wish you were dead, I don't want a gay son, you know, all those horrible things that parents say instead of just accepting your children. I was listening to this other podcast um, called Family Secrets by iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how this dad, um, it, was, it was their family secret, his dad was so hard on his two sons, just a horrible human being, just always hard on them. And um, when the older of the two sons moved out, he went to college, you know, he started a life, got a family and everything. But he left his younger brother behind in the house with his abusive dad. Like, not, I don't think he was physically abusive, but it was like a lot of mental and emotional abuse. And he ended up, you know, taking his own life. And um, so the brother, the surviving brother, he had this these kids and he they never knew that they had a, a uncle and um he just start he just started telling them one day about it like yeah dad was just so awful he caused him to commit suicide and he said the the most harrowing part about it was he came back and he said um i think i was too hard on him but continue for the rest of his life to be a horrible person that's crazy so you don't even have acceptance in your own family how do you accept yourself? How do you accept yourself? How do you not have psychological issues? I totally agree. Um, that's just like, <laughs> that was kind of sad. I, I want to, you know, have a little moment of silence I'm for sorry. that person because that kind of touched home a little bit. So I'm going to, you know, take a two, three seconds to just, you know, have a moment of silence for that individual that lost his, well, that felt like he had to take his life. So um, I want to do that. Okay, I'm back. Um, so it's like that was that was crazy. Like 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 moving on to the next segment, mental health. Um, how does acceptance? Um, how does acceptance have an effect on mental health? Um, I've to- I, I this year I actually came out and told you know some of my family members that. I actually, you know, tried to commit suicide at a younger age. It was like, I was way younger. Like, it was crazy. Like, I was like, I think I was like 14. And I took like 30 pills. And I was sick for four weeks. I didn't tell anybody what had really happened. Everybody just was like, oh, he has a stomach bug or this and that. And I literally, like, felt like I was dying on the inside. But I, I really feel like I had a purpose to be here because I'm here now, right? right? So... I know the mental aspect of anybody like going through anything because, you know, contemplating whether taking your life or contemplating, that shouldn't be a thought in anyone's mind, like anyone's. Like, I don't feel like, you know, someone should down someone to the point where they want to take their life. So, you know, with me feeling that way at a young age, I was like, oh my God. And I actually attempted to do it. You know, once I, after I felt that badge for four weeks, I was like, no, I'm never doing this again. But when I realized, you know, it didn't work, I was like, oh my God, it didn't work. Like, what, what happened? Like, is, is there a reason I'm still here? Like, what, what is it? So, the mental aspects of being a self, it's, it's like they're, they're, there. Like, a lot of people do not actually feel it or go through it. That's, but, it's real. 
Like depression, that's weird. That's real. Anxiety, that's real. Feeling like you're always gonna mess something up, or you're not right, or you're not right for this person, or you're not right for this situation, or you're just not a great person in general. That that is like that's the biggest burden on people, and a lot of people don't talk about mental health, but mental health is real, y'all. Like absolutely, it's real. Like just because. Someone says, oh, I have mental health problems. The first thing people are going to say, oh, that person is crazy. Oh, that person is psycho. Oh, my God, I don't want to be around that person because they may spaz out on me. And it's not it's not that at all. It's just coming to terms with oneself. Like, overthinking things or feeling like, oh, if I do this, this is going to be an outcome. And somebody might not like that outcome because... It's an outcome that I chose to make or chose to have a, a decision to, to, to that would validate it or make a decision to, you know, just do something that I want to do because I feel like it was right. So, mental health, that's, that's, that's one. That's one for it. But, like, I just want to know, like, what experiences have you experienced, Candy, that have affected or shaped the way your life is now when it comes to mental health? Um, Like I said, like a big part of my upbringing was being alone a lot. And on the weekends, I would visit my dad. um, And just seeing how he was with us, um, not being too affectionate like he would be. But then it would be oversh- overshadowed um, completely by his abusive tendencies. And it was evident that it was more towards my towards my brother. He took a lot of it. But he always says, like we, we talk about this story where um, I basically came to his rescue and I took the beating for him. And he always talks about it. And I'm like, I don't even remember doing that, but I'm a good big sister for that. I really am. That you are. Um, So just growing up in that and just constantly being in solitude by myself, then going over to my dad's house and seeing all this chaos unfolding. So it just really has shaped me who the person I am because I really do um, live in like this dark cloud sometimes. It's just seasonal. I'll just be depressed and I just came out of it. And I was in it for like three three months, and it was brought upon that family stress. So I basically just had to step away from my family. And I mean, I, I haven't I haven't talked to my family in three months. I've been ostracized, and I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I'm just living my truth. Um, and just being around people, open minded people like you do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and um, just being a happier person for it. That sounds like that sounds like the life right there. That sounds like what you should be doing. Like you sh- stress shouldn't someone shouldn't have to wake up and deal with stress every day. It's no way that someone should have to wake up every day and deal with stress every day. That's not good physically, that's not good mentally. So I totally, you know, have became way more 
you know, accepting of my mental health and having a having control over it. Just having control over what I'm going to deal with, how I'm going to feel about something, and what people are going to, or what I'm going to allow people to put on me in situations. And that's not much. So, moving on to our last segment of this episode. Topic, accepting your fate and owning up to the mistakes that shape your future. How do you see yourself doing that now? So, like I said, um, you have to have a come to Jesus. That is going to be the topic of today. Come to Jesus meeting. (laughs) Come to Jesus. Um, But, yeah, you just have to accept who you are as a person. Like, hey, I know that I have done this in the past, but that doesn't mean I can't turn it around. Um, So, I mean, I've accepted that I'm... Uh, awkward black girl. <laughs> I have accepted it. Like, I like to wear crazy colors in my hair. I like to listen to alternative rock. I might put some country on. You know, I like Dolly Parton. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I can totally agree with those colors because I think I've done more colors than anyone. Facts. Anyone. I think anyone. Like, you know, my, my hair has been black for like four or five months now and I'm shocked. So, being different, I know about being different. I know about um, feeling like you being different isn't the right way to, to be or, you know. So, when you actually get a chance to own up to those things and say, oh, that's not a mistake. That's something that, that's me. That's you. That's everybody that goes through it. Like, just because you like this, you may like this food and I might like this food, and we don't, and either one of us like either of the other guy, uh, guy's choices of foods. But at the end of the day, we're still unique because we like two different things. I remember when I was in school once upon a time, 10 years ago, so when I graduated high school, I'm so old. But when I was in school, um, I had a teacher, and I still remember this conversation. And he said, um, why do people join gangs? Why do people do crazy things? Why do people steal? And I was like, because they want to? I don't know. He was like, no. He said, people want a family. People want love. People want to be accepted. That's why some people turn to gangs. And um, that's why people steal, because they're stealing for their family. Or they could just be a a, bad person, you know. But... (laughs) (laughs) um, Man, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> You're going to have to edit this part out. What was I saying? You had a great teacher that told you something. Yes, I had a great teacher that told me that. And um, he basically just said that, you know, um, everybody wants love and everybody wants acceptance. And, I mean, you just you can see it in the media now. I mean, if you look at singers, all the singers is... It's all about, you know, makeup and hair and lashes and sex appeal. But then you have these artists that come out and they're different, like Billie Eilish. And then they get crap for, they're wearing baggy clothes. And that's like her whole point. Like, I don't want to be sexualized. That's why I wear baggy clothes. So, um, just being comfortable in your own skin. And I know it's, it's, um, it's a struggle, but I think I'm unhappier being a person that, I'm not and living 
under this facade and this mask for my entire life. And why not just take that mask off and be me? I know. Because uh, I know about masks. I've had 20 of them. And I'm on 21. With that being said, I've, I've done a lot. <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead. We're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. Um, the, the, the takeaway from this is I want you guys to take away... The thing that I want you guys to take away the most is be yourself. Um, Don't worry about what others have to say. Um, Be true to you. Because at the end of the day, you're the only one that has to get up in the morning, look in the mirror, and say, I accept you for being you. So, at the end of the day, um, be you, love yourself, and because if you don't love yourself, no one else will. So, that's the takeaway from this episode um, of acceptance um, we've talked so much I forgot that we had this lovely bottle of barefoot over here <laughs> my mouth is dry <laughs> <laughs> so um, with that being said thank you Candy for coming out you're welcome thanks for having me black excellence thank you so much for coming out and taking the time out to talk um, with me so that was great I love you for that um, and yeah So, you guys, stay blessed, be yourself, and continue to be accepted. If it's not not by others, let it be. At least accept yourself. So, I'm Dee, and this is Unwind.